Welcome to Animals to the Max. I'm your host, Corbin Maxey. This show is about animals and the people who dedicate their lives to them. And welcome everybody back to another episode of Animals to the Max. What's up everybody? I am Corbin Maxey. I am your host. As always, thank you. Thank you every single one of you for listening to the program. Wow. Folks, we have an incredible show today. Now, first of all, before we get to our incredible show, I have to tell you, it is Thanksgiving week. (laughs) That was uh, Tom the Turkey, by the way. Uh, I absolutely love this time of year. Anyone else feel the same way? Like, I love this holiday. It's probably one of my favorite holidays just because, well, I mean, heck, let's be honest. First of all, you get to eat all day long, just gorge yourself. But it's so crazy. Um, For the past 10 years, every Thanksgiving, I just create these elaborate diets for our animals. So for the animals that eat daily, so our herbivores, including our tortoises, iguana, the skinks, some of our turtles, I create these elaborate diets. So things that they normally would not get on a regular basis. So just a variety of different yams. We'll give them uh, apples, kiwis, grapes, uh, just just a bunch of stuff, a bunch of greens. And uh, recently, it's so cool, uh, my wife has stepped in and she now creates this giant platter and she makes all their diets look like a giant turkey. It's so cool. So anyway, you'll have to check out uh, my Facebook and Instagram this Thanksgiving. We'll do it live and you can check out the elaborate uh, feasts that we put on for our animals, which is so funny. And it's so, (laughs) it's actually so crazy because some of the animals absolutely will not even touch their platter. Like I remember one year, Irwin, the monkey tailed skink, like looked at this platter that took over an hour to make. And he just looked at it and was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to go back on my tree. Anyway, super cool. So I love this time of year. And uh, anyway, so Thanksgiving week holidays are coming up. I decided to do a very, very special episode because If you haven't already, uh, and and if you do, of course, if you're listening to the show, uh, follow me on my social media feeds on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and even Snapchat. You'll know that recently I was in the Redwood Forest. Oh my goodness. Words can't even explain the experience of actually visiting the Redwoods uh, just, just in person. This is the first time I ever went. And so... You know, normally, if you're new to the show, just so you know, normally we talk about animals and I have a guest on and I interview them. But I thought, you know what? The Redwoods deserve a podcast of their own because they are so ancient. They are just like dinosaurs. And so I thought, what better way to talk about Redwoods than to give the 10 most fascinating facts, in my opinion, by the way, (laughs) in my opinion, disclaimer, of the Redwood trees. Because I was there in the Redwoods with these giant, giant trees, and I had so many questions. I'm not going to lie. I didn't do a bunch of research about them prior. I just knew about them from, you know, nature documentaries and films and, you know, just knew about them since I was a kid, and I knew I always wanted to go there, but I thought, wow, I really did not know very much about them. So I did a lot of research and put together my 10 favorite facts about the Redwoods. We will count them down. I hope you enjoy. road again just can't wait to get on the road again the life i love is making music with my friends and i can't wait to get on the road again <laughs> sorry i had to play that song every time i take a road trip i feel like that song plays over and over and i think that's the first time i've ever added an actual song into the podcast but hey 
I feel like it's, you know, I feel like it works for a road trip. Uh, just a background story before we go into the Redwoods. Um, it was so cool taking a road trip um, from my humble abode here in Marcin, Idaho, down to Northern California, where the Redwoods are found. It was great. I was with my wife and also our really, really good friend, Becky from Michigan. What up, Becky? Anyway, she uh, came to visit us in Idaho, and we decided, you know what, an impromptu trip. Let's go to the Redwood Forest. It was around an eight-hour drive or so, and so along the way, it was absolutely just incredible. We saw tons of wildlife. We saw a bald eagle on the side of the road by a river, a herd of pronghorn antelope, deer, a bunch of corvids, including crows, ravens, magpies. It was just incredible, but with that said, let's get to what you're here for. Let's get to the 10 most fascinating facts about the Redwoods. All right, fact number 10. For those of you who do not know already, Redwoods are the tallest trees in the world. So they will average around 300 feet, although there are several Redwood trees that are over 360 feet tall which is insane. Uh, when we were there, I, mean, I had never seen something so big in my life. I literally felt like I was looking at a living dinosaur. I mean, I just, there's something about these trees, their height. I mean, you can't even see the tops of them in some of the areas of the forest. It's just incredible. Fact number nine, redwoods have been around. Okay, hold on to your seats or I guess hold on to the steering wheel, or whatever. Wherever you're listening to this, hold on to something. Redwoods have been around for over 240 million years. That just completely blows my mind. They were here before flowers, birds, spiders, and of course humans. We've only been around for like 200,000 years or so. They were around with the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs arrived a few million years earlier, but once again, they've been around just literally almost unchanged for over 240 million years old. And once again, my favorite saying when I was just looking at them, and I know I said that during fact number 10, but it was like looking at this dinosaur. I mean, because we don't have dinosaurs, of course, anymore. And so this is the closest thing to it to me. I mean, seeing something so ancient, 240 million years, just completely blew my mind. Fact number eight, speaking about them being around since the dinosaurs this will blow your mind once again. They live a long time. I mean, a long time. Redwoods can live to be over 2,000 years old. The oldest one they have on record is over 2,200 years old. They were around <laughs> during the Roman Empire. I mean, it's just like, what? A 2,000-year-old organism. It's just crazy to me. You know, it was crazy walking around the forest thinking, wow, this tree could be like over 2,000 years old, right? Well, it turns out the majority of those trees along the coast, the coast redwoods along the coast of California and Southern Oregon, those are actually fairly young. They're around 100 to 150 years old. Now, there are pockets of growth, like old growth, where you find the ones that are you know, like like at 1,500 to 2,000, let me stutter some more, to 2,000 years old, but the majority that you see are actually only a few hundred years old, which I thought was very interesting after kind of coming back and doing research for this podcast. 
All right, we are on fact number seven. Did you know that there are actually three species of redwoods? So you have the coast redwoods, which are the ones that I visited. We stayed in Crescent City, California, kind of like way up Northern California. And those are actually found, the coast redwoods are found from Southern Oregon all the way down to California's Big Sur on a narrow strip along the coast. Now, you also have the giant sequoias which they grow primarily in the Sierra Nevada range and also in scattered groves. Now, um, there's a third species, which I had never heard of. So here we go. We're going to learn something. This is called the Dawn Redwood. And the Dawn Redwood is found only in a remote area of central China. Good luck surviving there. I'm sorry. That's just, anyway, um, it, like I said, very, very remote. But uh, it's very interesting. Three different species. Now, that actually leads on to our uh, our sixth fact, fact number six. So, a lot of people, when they think of the Redwoods, they think of General Sherman. Now, for those of you unfamiliar, and I've, I've heard about General Sherman, I think, since I was probably in grade school, but General Sherman is one of the largest trees on the planet, if not the heftiest. And so, he sticks out like a sore thumb. Now, first of all, let me tell you where General Sherman lives in Sequoia National Park, which is part of the California Sierra Nevada range. Now, a lot of people get confused because he is a species of redwood, but he is not the coast redwood. He is actually a sequoia tree. And so the difference between the two, because we actually had to look this up, is the redwoods are a lot taller than the sequoia, but the sequoias are much um, heftier. They have a lot of girth. So just to give you the stats on General Sherman, okay? Which, by the way, he's probably the most famous tree. But uh, he is 275 feet tall, 103 feet around. That's his circumference around. He weighs 4.2 billion pounds. Okay, that's billions with a B. That is crazy. You can probably hear my dog in the background. Zoe, please don't grunt. Anyway, um, actually, that was a good time to grunt, Zoe. She was like, wow, billion pounds. Now, the tallest tree in the world is a coast redwood because they are the tallest trees. Um, its name, and I might butcher this, but here I go because I've never heard of this before, is Hyperon. Now, Hyperon is 379.7 feet tall. So let's just say 380 feet tall. Now, we don't have the exact location of Hyperon. Like General Sherman, I couldn't find it. Maybe someone else knows where it is. But it is insane how big these trees are. So once again, these are all types of redwoods. But General Sherman is a sequoia, and the Hyperon is a coast true redwood. Just incredible. These trees are just, well, super huge. Now, General Sherman... Just mind you, he's a huge tree, 275 feet. Hyperon beats him by over 104 feet. So Hyperon's over 104 feet taller at 380 feet. That is, in, that is just crazy to me. Almost a 400-foot tree. Oh, man, just blows my mind. Fact number five has to do with their roots because, you know, walking through these parks, and by the way, we visited uh, Jedediah State Park, which just beautiful, and also Prairie Creek Redwood State Park, and you would see ones, uh, you know, completely dead redwoods that have fallen over, and their root structures were massive. Like, I'm going to have to post some photos on my Instagram or Facebook. It was just crazy. 
it was just, oh my gosh, their roots, like they were huge. You could literally live with them. I think some people probably do. Like they're like this, they're bigger than, I think probably bigger than my house. Anyway, but to think about it, these giant trees, you would think they, they would require these really, really deep roots. But in fact, they do not. Their roots only extend 6 to 12 feet underground. But they don't go deep, but they go wide. So they will extend their roots, not deep, but widthwise over a hundred feet around. And by doing that, they're able to connect and intertwine with other redwood roots, and this helps with their stability. Now, one just on the side might be thinking, why are they only found along the coast, you know, from Southern Oregon to the Big Sur in California? And I'm referring to the coast redwoods now. It is because it's a perfect habitat for them, okay? So mild temperatures along the coast, they have, uh, you know, year-round heavy rainfalls, and also the fog. The fog from the ocean actually helps these redwoods. It actually, it, it obtains for, uh, they retain 40% of their moisture from those fogs along the coast. And that is how they're able to survive. And it creates a perfect habitat for the coast redwood. Fact number four, these redwoods create a complete ecosystem, okay? They are home to amphibians, beetles, crickets, worms, millipedes, spiders, mollusks, including the banana slug, which we actually came across a banana slug. We 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 arrived in Jedediah uh, Redwood State National Park, and one of the animals we wanted to see was a banana slug. And my wife was determined, and I'm not kidding, an hour and a half in, she came across a uh, yellow banana slug. I will post the photo on my Instagram story. Check it out. But um, a bunch of different stuff. And they also are home to a variety of different bird species. So like birds of prey, uh, peregrine falcons, bald eagles. We saw our second bald eagle in Jedediah State National Park on a redwood tree overlooking the river. It was one of those nature pinch me moments. Like it was just so... Words cannot describe it. I mean, words just cannot describe it. It was just beautiful. Um, also home to, you know, owl species and over six different species of bats, which of course are great for insect control. So these redwoods are home to so many different animals. I absolutely love it. I'm not going to lie. I wish I would have found a salamander. I'm serious. I was looking everywhere underneath fallen logs, leaf litter. I did not find a salamander, but hey, my wife beat me and she found that banana slug. Fact number three, a redwood's bark can be a foot thick and it contains a tannin which protects the tree from fire, insects, fungus, and diseases. And to date, and I'm guessing this will probably never happen because they've been around for, you know, over a few hundred, I guess, 240 million years. There is not an insect that can destroy a redwood tree and fire is not a big threat because the trunk is so thick and there's lots of water inside that tree. Uh, very interestingly, I also want to note that the bark doesn't have a flammable resin like the pine tree does. So this has helped these redwoods survive the massive California wildfires. All right, fact number two is actually kind of a sad one. Uh, hate to bring everyone down, but it's just going to just really show the impact that we humans have had on the redwood forest. So before the 1850s, the coast redwoods were around, there was around 2 million acres of, you know, off the California coast, up into Southern Oregon, 2 million acres of the redwoods. And for thousands of years, the indigenous people there respected them. They recognized the importance of the ecosystem. 
Whew. Until the gold rush happened. Until we happened, basically. Uh, gold seekers started showing up in 1849, and the Redwoods just had no chance. They completely decimated them. You know, there was a demand for lumber. Um, just the population exploded. And so, basically, they were logged near to oblivion. Um, only 5% of the original old growth redwood forest remains. Fewer than 100,000 acres are dotted along the coast from over 2 million. I just, 2 million to less than 100,000. It's just crazy to me. Um, you know, when I was going through the forest, I have to say, I was so thankful though, um, in these state parks that they were, you know, founded and they, they protected these areas just because it's just so great to be able to still see a piece or a f not even a fraction, but just a tiny little hair of what used to exist. And I mean, I'm so happy that's protected. I'm so happy we cherish it now. I'm so happy it's a, uh, you know, people all around the world travel to come see these majestic trees. I'm so happy that, you know, that we are now more conscious, environmentally conscious on how important these redwoods are. You know, I mean, I want them around for my kids and their kids and I can go on forever, but Anyway, super crazy they went down to uh, less than, anyway, 5% of their original range. And my last fact, the last fact, I think one of my favorite facts. We're going to end on a happy note. Matter of fact, I think we need a drum roll. Redwoods are climate change heroes. They are so crucial for maintaining a stable, human-friendly climate. Matter of fact, studies show that the coast redwoods capture more carbon dioxide from our cars, our trucks, and power plants than any other tree on earth. These trees help us. That is why they are beneficial. That's why we need to keep them around for future generations. I love that fact. I thought we should just end on a happy note. How beneficial. Less than 100,000 acres left, and they still capture more carbon dioxide than any other tree on earth. Oh my goodness. Just great. Just great. I really hope you enjoyed this special edition podcast of my Redwood adventure and the 10 most fascinating facts, in my opinion, about the Redwoods. I learned so much doing research for this podcast. I hope you learned a lot too. And I really encourage each and every one of you, you have to, and just maybe make a promise to me, visit the Redwoods sometime in your lifetime. And if you're a family you know, skip Disneyland, skip the theme park, skip the water park, skip the big giant family vacation, you know, going somewhere to a crazy theme park or exotic location and go to the Redwoods. It is like going back in time. It is something you will never forget. And I'll tell you what, I am definitely going back. And you know what? The wildlife, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, Corbin, I'm kind of an animal person, so you lost me on the whole tree thing. Listen, you will see so much. We saw sea lions, uh, we saw seals, we saw whales, and this was all in the span of two and a half days. So this is a must. So please, please, please uh, definitely take the trip down. I could not recommend it more, visiting the Redwood Forest. Thank you, as always, so much for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. I, I really, really appreciate it. Next week, this is crazy, next week is our one-year anniversary show. It's been one year, folks. I cannot wait. We have a special show, a best of the year clips of just the interviews I've done with the numerous great people I've had on the show who work with animals who dedicate their lives to them. So definitely 
check in for that. But with that said, thank you so much. Have a great day, a great night, whatever. Uh, thank you so much, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Animals to the Max podcast. Please make sure to hit subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps me out. I also encourage you to check out CorbinMaxi.com. You can contact me there personally, even suggest a podcast guest, or if you just want to learn more about animals.